from the back of the room, someone goes, you're no Steve Harvey. Right. And I don't know if that's an insult or yeah, a compliment, right? It's a strange reference <laughs> right. for the like, situation. Right. Like, who, like, huh? what, is, were you expecting Steve Harvey? 100%. Well, guys, it finally happened. <laughs> I'm allowed to talk this episode. <laughs> I brought in one of my good friends, very, very funny comedian, Brian Simpson. Thank you for coming by, man. Thanks for Appreciate having me, bro. It. Yeah, this is, a, this is a good time, man. I, um, I got, you know, you, we, we text and stuff, and we talk sometimes, but you came into mind like Christina... She was in Nashville a few weeks ago, and she goes, guess who's doing, doing in a guest spot tonight? Brian Simpson. I was like, what? And I guess you were in town, <laughs> yeah. and she was like, dude, he crushed so hard, which doesn't surprise yeah. me, because you did it on every time I've seen you, too. But uh, but yeah, I mean, why, why were you in Nashville, even to begin with? I was, um, I was opening for my friend Rosebud Baker. She was recording, um, her, she was recording her hour, oh, and, cool. then I, and I happened to have a college gig, too, like up the ways. In like Tennessee area, yeah, and it was right outside of Nashville. It okay. was it was crazy, like normal. You know, they're not always great or whatever. College gigs, yeah, yeah. But um, but but you know how sometimes shit like you think you've pretty much seen it all, yeah, and then some shit happens and you're like, God. So anyway, I'm at I'm I'm at the college and it's it's not set up ideally for comedy because it's an auditorium. Okay, it's like socially distant, so it's like all the space between yeah. people and. Um, and it's you know big loud big ass stage big loud speaker, and and the, the school went out of their way to make it was it was great, but the crowd was the worst crowd. They, like these kids, they they were giving me nothing. Tom. It's the worst. Like it's like the worst. And, and, and like you know how they say the opposite of love isn't hate, it's indifference. Yes, it was. That's what it was. It, it was like I would rather them boo me. Yeah, but they were just like disinterested. Like, yeah, it was almost like they were being forced to be there right it, it's it's why it's the only like for people not in comedy usually what happens is in a college generally speaking is you get paid more to do a college show than you would let's say just a one-off show right, at a club right. or something and and then people go like why you know there's a whole reason why but it's what you think about when you're going this sucks oh right you think you about know, but i need a like, check yeah like i'll get a <laughs> right. check though at least you know but all those things have happened to me before yeah right? yeah so anyway, I'm about I'm, how many people are there at the show? You think I would say it was probably it's probably about forty people in a space that could have fit maybe three hundred people. Okay, and and just out of the gate, yeah, and it's and it's echoey, so it makes yeah. the bomb even more. Oh, you wreck. feel it, yeah. And so I'm about, and luckily I'm not the headliner, right? I'm doing twenty five or something. And I'm about 15 minutes in. I've got nothing the whole time. And finally, I just go, you know what? Fuck all of y'all. Fuck you people. You, you, you up in here looking at me like, I, like, you know, I'm not impressed with y'all either. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and that gets a little bit of a laugh, right? Yeah. And then from the back of the room, someone goes, you're no Steve Harvey. Right, and I don't know if that's an insult or yeah, a compliment. Right, it's a strange reference <laughs> right. for the like, situation. Right, like who, like huh? who, is, were you expecting Steve Harvey? Is that how is that the comedian that you, you yeah know? that you're talking about right now? Right, and I start talking shit to this kid, and I'm like, yo, who? Fuck you, blah blah blah, blah. and and then I realize, oh, this is this is this is the one white kid 
that goes to this black school. It's a, it wasn't a black school like an HBCU, yeah. but it was like the audience was like 80% black, right? Okay. And this one white kid is talking. That actually to changes a lot of this story. It does. Yeah. Cause, Cause then I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, kid, you think cause you came to college, now you get some black pussy, you, oh, you yeah. just talk shit to people? <laughs> right? And I was like, I bet your Millie rocks soggy as hell, right? If Millie rocks a dance, right? Uh-huh. Then he stands up and hits the crispiest Millie Rock I ever seen in my really? life. Really? <laughs> yeah. Right? It gets an uproarious applause, right? From the crowd. From the crowd. Wow. And and I'm like, that's okay, that was impressive, but yeah. why what's up with this? That's extra. Y'all get yeah. a little extra on it. Yeah. And and he gets done his dance and he puts his hand out like this, like as if he's challenging me, like as a movie. Yeah, yeah. And I I can't dance. So yeah. I'm like, come up to the stage. Cause I'm like, my only chance is to because he's in the back, right? My only chance is to scan him on his yeah. way up here yeah. so I can roast the shit out of him. Yeah. And he gets halfway up the aisle and steps into the light, and then I realize he's retarded. Cause he he his walk is very you know the walk, right? And now I've just put myself in the worst because now it all makes sense. They're gonna cheer for everything he does and give me groans for anything I say. <laughs> and so it was the first time I've ever like really just been defeated by, by yeah, him. yeah like straight up finishing. So wait, when he comes in the light, are you like, hey, are you like quiet? Right, I, right? I, no, no, I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh no, why did y'all do this? <laughs> what did y'all do? And are the like, kids like, are they yeah, like, yeah, because you know, because you know, the worst thing in the world yeah. for any comic is for the crowd to be in on something that you're not. Oh yeah, for them to have a joke amongst oh, them that's, yes. and it's on you. It's oh, a, oh, then you look—you can't recover from There's that. There's nothing like because you know what it feels like. It feels like you are being mocked. Right. Like I even remember being—I remember doing this. Is like I don't even know if you call it a bringer show, like open mic style, maybe a bringer show, Cat Club, early two thousands, and like just being on stage doing like i only had you know my 10 15 minutes like that's all i had right. so that's what you would do and just hearing an audience person go like huh huh like <laughs> good one like that shit and you're like oh like, like feeling mocked by yeah. the by the person like that and it's it's such a small room that like you know the other 11 people heard <laughs> it you know what i mean you're just like god damn and you try to say something back but you're also like I don't even have much. No, like, at that I got point, nothing. I got nothing. But, but that situation is—it's hard to. Man, no, but you know what? I'm like, I can't roast this kid. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I get off stage, and I don't know if he wants me to say who he was. But, but the headliner was like, I was like, hey, man, yeah, you saw the situation. Like, I, I, I was stay away from him. He was like, I don't give a fuck. What's wrong with him? I'm a roast. <laughs> the shit out of really? This yeah, man. And he did. He, he did. He did. What he, kind of shit was he saying about him? You know, I don't know because I left the room. Left, I was like, right. "This is I was I'm yeah, defeated. Is, yeah, yeah, I'm defeated. I left the room, and, and when I came back, he was doing pretty good. Not like still the crowd was still that crowd. Yeah, but it was like, and he was a white kid though. Yeah, and he yeah. really could hit that. And you know what's so fucked up is I saw him. It was like it was like it was like a scene in a movie. I saw him on my way in the university. Yeah. Yeah, because because his walk is is unrecognizable, right? And I saw him like running across the street with like a clipboard, and I was like, "Oh, look, they gave, yeah, they gave the kid like a a task. Like it's probably nothing on that clipboard, you know what I mean?" And 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 I had I I had no idea in a million years that it would be that it was him, though. Right? 
you know? Yeah, you ain't no Steve Harvey. That's still amazing. <laughs> right, right. Because that's that's like that autism. But that means you know, <laughs> you know that he watches fucking Family Feud for sure. Or he watches the same Steve Harvey set over and over and over and over. And over, and over yeah. yeah, on YouTube, just over and over. Yeah. Steve. You ain't even old enough to have seen Steve Harvey do stand up. Like how, I mean, yeah, he's in college. Kings of Comedy. I, I'm telling you, I bet it's Family Feud, man, because that seems like a, <laughs> a, like a special show too. Right, like something right, that like right. people could just sit around and be like, right. you do? I watched 13 yeah. episodes of Family Feud. Family Feud's like Easy Jeopardy, like for the for the watcher. Yeah, you for get, sure. You could like, yeah. be not that smart and be like, eggs. I can't do. Do you do Jeopardy? Yeah, I do. Yeah, because you have like you'll always kind of surprise me with like your references to like anything. I'm like, this dude has deep knowledge about things I don't expect. Oh yeah, that's you know what it is. I have I have deep knowledge about a lot of things that um, that don't matter. Yeah, well, yeah, but it's like, isn't that Jeopardy? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah I do but does that come from like school or just like personal interests? No, it comes from like. Being being home alone a lot as a kid, and uh-huh. also not being able to leave the house, so not not being allowed to leave the house, but being home. But is that like internet and, and, stuff? Like are you no, no, stuff? I didn't have the internet. Yeah, but like, like no, but just because that was all that was on TV. Like I was because oh. I was by myself. So, oh, so you would watch. Yeah, it. I would stay up late, and it was okay. Jeopardy and Star Trek. I would watch that shit every fucking. Are you a Star day. Trek fan? Oh yeah, hardcore. Yeah, well, not hard, I wouldn't say hardcore, but um, have you but, gone to a, but bigger, have you gone to bigger, a, like a I wouldn't conference? go to a convention. No. no. That's too much. I don't love anything that much. I'm yeah. not. I'm not. I'm not that much of a fan of anything. Like, well, that's that, you know. I get the question. I get. I'm sure you've been asked this question. People are like, "Who would you like flip out to meet?" And I'll be like sitting there and I'll go, um. mm. "I'm like, who would I flip out? To flip meet? out? Yeah, or like, like yeah. You know I mean, like, who would you be like? Oh my, I'm like, like oh, you know, no, like Beyonce would probably stop. Like, I probably there's I people pro- who would stop you, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, like there's I, people that I wouldn't approach. I wouldn't approach Beyonce. You know? No, no. I actually was. 10 feet from her uh working this is like a number of years ago working as a site rep you know what a site rep is no nah, what's that so there's this com- there's companies especially here in los angeles where what they do is they own but they also represent buildings and and properties and then they're an agency for the building or property to a production so you okay. brian the producer go i want to shoot i have a scene in a church and i need like a modest residential home so you call my agency and i go i got these 10 churches i got these homes you know i mean i have i have locations and then your company pays me a fee and then my company sends out a site rep it's like a person that goes make sure brian his production don't destroy this fucking building right right, right. and a lot of times it would be like historically (laughs) preserved buildings and and productions are like i don't give a fuck and they just nail shit into the wall you know beyonce did that shit in the louvre yeah exactly like there was somebody standing behind them like don't get too close don't get too close right exactly so beyonce was shooting this movie uh at a hospital and uh or at least they had scenes at the hospital and there was daniel freeman memorial hospital in um what's it called uh down in what is a god damn it it's here in la where's that i can't i just inglewood it's in inglewood so we're in inglewood so wait a minute they they shoot hospital scenes in real hospitals well the thing is this hospital when i started working there was three quarters shut down so entire Uh wings were not operating and then they would have little like a section they're not doing like surgery it's just like some, okay. you know, routine shit over on, on, a, on a smaller wing. 
But it'd be funny because they're like full time security guy there, and people would just like shuffle in off the street, and they'd be like, "I want to be in a movie," and like <laughs> security guy would be like, "What?" <laughs> and then he'd be like, "Tom, he wants to be in the movie." I'm like, "I don't. I'm not making the movie, man." Right. Like, like but they he would just like send people to me. Um, so re- one time, uh, because it, I mean, it's in Inglewood, and there's like it gets kind of wild there at night. Right. Uh, a guy got shot, and his friends pulled up and just dumped the body at the er drop off and we're like we're not an open hospital right yeah beyonce's here yeah yeah pick this body up it's, <laughs> it's insulting to her <laughs> right because that's what i thought you meant at first like they just shut down part of the hospital because of the movie no no, and no that'd like, be hilarious hey, man, people, be like, too many people, people get sick, sick but beyonce's here mm. um now so yeah that she was shooting that she was shooting this movie and it was a number of years ago i mean like she was still famous but it wasn't the like world icon i feel like right now you oh, know because yeah. it was i mean it was definitely uh, it had to be over 10 years ago i mean she was still super famous i remember she had a a bodyguard that i was like i don't think i've ever seen a human being this large before in my life man like he was he was like 610 but like 450 <laughs> like i was like this is the biggest man yeah. i've ever seen in my life and he um and she had this crazy modified Escalade that I'd never seen. Also, that I was like, can I look? And they're like, from it's a like distance, armored, armored, and like there was like a fucking living room in it. It was, <laughs> it was pretty crazy. Do you, do you, I'm afraid of being that famous. That famous doesn't seem that fun. No, because like, it's only because their life becomes like. What thing was I watching? Oh, I was watching the Tiger thing, the Tiger Woods thing on HBO. Okay, yeah, it's it's phenomenal, and they were going over because even though I lived through it they were looking at the footage you know when you look back they're like when he popped when he i think it was in the 96 97 something like that when he won four majors in a row and they they showed footage of him arriving at tournaments and like trying to walk places it was complete mayhem craziness complete craziness like he could not walk anywhere he couldn't do anything he got black people to watch golf he got black people to watch golf yeah. man yeah need to give him the vaccine he yo he had when when he i felt fucked up about this but i'm a, if i'm being honest my yeah. first thought when he just got in the most recent accident yeah. was he got caught cheating again because that's all Does i he have a new lady Does no he have a, no but the last remember the last time he got in a car accident yeah yeah it was because he was cheating and his wife like chased like hit him she with went, a golf club or she something smashed out the windows right so my first thought when i heard he crashed his car was oh man it look at that again. fucking thing yeah because yeah. is is there is there video or or photograph of the old time when she smashed out the windows because there that that did that was what happened he like Went out of the house and she came out with like a fucking three iron and was like smashing out windows. <laughs> right. Yeah, that was the wife though. Oh right. yeah, it was. I think that was the vehicle. It's like, it's like he trained his whole life to swing it, but not to dodge one. Oh, and that, look at that right there. Yeah, man. Yeah, Tiger Woods' wife four. That's what it says there. <laughs> Damn. Jesus. Yeah, and then. Yeah, I'm not finished with it. I mean, it's only like a two part. I watched the first part and started the second one. But his like his level of fame is like that Beyonce level of fame, where you're like, you can't. I don't go want that. Would, who would, have you thought of the person though that you would flip out? Well, to that's me? the thing is, I was trying to think of people I have met and how I reacted. And here's the thing: I never, maybe because like we work in this, I go, 
you know, it's always cool to meet comedians. Yeah. And like, you know, like the, who are the big, like I've met Chappelle. It was cool. Like yeah. I was like, oh shit. I met Chris Rock. Chris Rock was a bigger thing to me because his special came out, Bring the Pain came out when I was in high school. Okay. Yeah. And like, it's that age where you're like, it's just, you know what I mean? It's like the perfect age. Like it'll yeah, always yeah. stick with it you. It shaped your sense, of, your adult sense of humor. It does. It yeah. does. And I saw him, you know, it crushed so hard. It like kind of, it reframed my mind on what comedy is you know what i mean like yeah. it was like and and it was also this is pre-internet stuff so it was like it was an event and then and hbo would, re, would replay it all the time so yeah. he was like so when i met him i really didn't i didn't i couldn't say much you know i was like good to meet yeah. you man like, some, some people have a presence man and, and, and yeah and it's real and then he said oh you got a couple specials on netflix i was like yeah <laughs> oh this was after you had a couple specials yeah <laughs> yeah i didn't know what to say i didn't know yeah, i'll yeah. be like yeah you got some too bro like what am i gonna say to them? yeah it's nothing it's nothing you can say you can't really say much and that's the thing is like in the moment i wasn't expecting to meet him so when i met him i was like i was like i mean i was you know i was like yeah you know it was nice it's nice to meet you a big fan he was like yeah i know you got some specials on netflix that's cool i was like yeah that's cool and i didn't what am I going to say after that? You like, you still, that, you still out there joking? That's why it's important to have to keep your to keep your friends that you coming up with. Yeah, because it's lonely up there. It's lonely up when there. you get that high. No one's going. No one can treat you like a normal person. They don't. You know, and they it's don't. like, oh, that's terrifying to me. Even at, I'll be honest. Even at my level of fame, some people treat me so weird. It's yeah, man. It's, yeah, it's so it's it's strange. Like sometimes when they do, I'm like, what are you doing? You know. Oh like, yeah, dude. People treat me weird because of your level of fame. <laughs> Motherfuckers will come up and be like, "Hey, can you give Tom this? Uh, you know, I stitched this thing." Like, no. It's uh, it's very strange. It's very strange. And I that's the thing is when you have a a like a small dose of it, then you look at what an extreme version of it is, and you're like, "That seems pretty awful." Yeah. Back to who I flipped out about. All right, so I mean, I think Rock is the sole person in our and what we do that I was like, I didn't really know what to say. Um, you go to like mu music, music, people in music, I've been like, whoa. You know what I mean? Like, cause like yeah. I grew up, you know, your biggest influences for what music and sports. So like, you know, meeting people, but I go, you know, like the biggest person I can think of in the sports world that from my age and how I grew up would be Michael Jordan. But also like, I feel like I'd be like, oh my God. But then I would just be like, you know, I'm not a fan of Michael Jordan. No, not, like as a person, I love watching him play basketball. Yeah, but I just, uh, just some some about him rubs me the wrong way. What is it about him? Because I've heard people say this. Because because he, you know what it is, is like you saw Save the Last Dance. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's like because he is the embodiment of like this idea that him like at him and his most piece of shit mm -hmm. it is 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 essential to being a champion. Uh -huh. that like because he won and was also an asshole that being an asshole is necessary. permissible yeah. right and it's like i don't know if that's true like it, it, it's like people like assume like if he was a little nicer he would have won less championships some or, people think i mean i think he thinks that I, right that's yeah. what i'm saying yeah. and, and he perpetuates that and it's like yeah. it's like it's nonsense like you like lebron i guess well i guess you could say lebron hasn't won as many championships but, but, but he's, he's close yeah, he's close and he's a nice person yeah. Well, he's a thoughtful person, so it's like I've all or like Kobe. Kobe had a great reputation, right? Like, I mean, for being nice, people. Oh yeah, mostly said. He, but in here's the difference. I've heard this from Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson was asked has been asked many times 
Kobe or Mike? Kobe or Michael? Kobe or Michael? And he said, the difference is Kobe had to beat you at basketball, right? Mm. He had to beat you at basketball. He's a killer. Michael had to beat you at everything. And that's a big distinction. So it's like, right. once, you're not play, once you're not on the court, he's like, Kobe's cool. Like, <laughs> Co Kobe's fun. Like, like if it's not basketball related. Like Michael Jordan's got a friend who he's like, I bet you I die first. Yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah some yeah, shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like that. Yeah, they're like, Mike is like, fuck you all the time. Yeah, that's the but I mean, that's in, I mean, it's something in him, man. Like he's, you know. Hello, I'm Johnny Knoxville. And I'm Elna Baker. And we have a new podcast. It's called Pretty Sure I Can Fly. Yep. We've teamed up with my friends and barmates from Smartless to create a podcast where we talk to folks who have more balls in a bowling alley. People who accomplish something extraordinary despite people telling them that it couldn't or shouldn't be done. You'll hear stories about the Air Force doctor who buckled into a 600 mile per hour rocket sled and became the fastest man on the planet. And a man who wrestles alligators and sharks for fun. Do not do this. <laughs> You'll hear about a foul-mouthed moonshiner. Got a two-inch dick and a six-inch tongue and knows how to use both of them. <laughs> and an even more foul-mouthed female stunt pilot. We got bull riders. Balloonists. Bobsledders. And big wave surfers. People who lay their balls on an anvil and hand the other fellow the hammer. Okay. I bet you've actually done that, Johnny. Maybe for sweeps. Follow Pretty Sure I Can Fly on the Wondery app. Or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Pretty Sure I Can Fly early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a beautiful gift, and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The only tricky part, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any jewelry purchase. Source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer a peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. The thing about buying jewelry is you really don't know what you're getting into. You don't know what you're looking at often. And the great thing about working with Blue Nile is you have somebody who's a true expert that can help guide you along the way so you don't feel lost, so you know what these diamond grades are. You know you're getting real value. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you don't, they offer 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. Dot com. Yeah, I get that. I understand that, and I pre and I appreciate that. And maybe that's because because I, I I always defend Kanye West the same way, where it's almost Which like is what, where it's like you you can't you can't say he's a mu he's a musical genius and also don't want the rest because that's part that's what gets poured into it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So maybe maybe you know I accept you think he's an asshole. Who who Kanye? Yeah, no, but he's he's a little unstable. Little, <laughs> right? I mean, he does a lot of crazy shit. Yeah, he does a lot of like uh, questionable shit. But I mean, that craziness is the reason why he has the music. Right? But do you feel? I mean, you're saying like you, I agree with you on, on that. Like the crazy, all the shit that he does ends up fueling music in in some way. You know, if you're yeah. an artist, everything you need to do to to create your art is affecting it. But do you then go? I'm good with like the the wild rants and the you know what I mean the crazy shit. No, like I'm. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm okay with his rants, but I'm saying I accept the fact that that, that they is, come from the same place. Like yeah. you don't get you don't get to have half a person. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you almost like 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 sometimes you know like my shit gets political sometimes, right? Yeah. And people jump in the comments like, you know, just tell jokes or whatever. Like that's all uh, I am is yeah, jokes. Yeah, so it's yeah. Like, that's the hackiest thing that anyone can say. Right. But you but I'm saying you get it all. You yeah. gotta accept it all. So maybe I'm being a hypocrite then. No, I mean I get I get it. the worst is when you're like I'd like to talk about a topic, and someone's like, "But you're a comedian," and you're like, "But this is interesting to me." Right? Yeah, that doesn't mean I don't know shit. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, "Just stay." And then the best is that they're like, "Stay in, like, stay in your lane and tell jokes." And you're like, "What do you do?" I, I'm, I drive trucks. Like, why don't you fucking stay in your lane? <laughs> right. You know, right. stay in the right lane, motherfucker. Or stay on my mentions. You know? Yeah. I, I, uh, I think if I had to, if I, if I could, if I just had to, like, gun to my head, pick somebody that I would have to be, or they do have to be alive. No, go ahead. Anyone. Okay. If if they if they have to be alive, I'm gonna say Michelle Obama. You would flip out? I, she's fascinating to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know why her more so than Barack, but I mean, I think there are millions of people that feel that way. Oh yeah. Because yeah. Michelle Obama is beloved in the way that Barack Obama is, you know? Yeah. I he, mean he's he's appreciated and liked. And I don't know that you can orchestrate. In other words, I don't think you can go. I would like to mimic the, what she's done to create that adoration. It's just who she is and how, like, she just, yeah. right? Like, she was, uh, as the, what is it, first lady. I mean, her, you know, she had, like, ob- objectives or, you know, they always pick, like, a, a thing and it was, like, health and, right? <laughs> right, she was trying to get kids to stop eating bullshit. Yeah, and, and isn't, I, I want to say, I don't know if it actually actually came to fruition, but I remember reading about this, that you know when you pick up labels of food and it says like protein, carbs. Right. It also says the percent of daily value that that is, right? So right. in other words, if it says, um, you know, I'm just paraphrasing here, but it's like, if it says like, you know, 20 grams of protein in this thing, you look to the right and it'll say like, that's, that's uh, 18% of the daily value based on a 2000 calorie diet. It's right, a generic right. thing. But next to sugar, it'll say the grams, but it never says the percent of daily value. And that is done on purpose by the sugar industry, the sugar lobby. They lobby to not have that included because they don't want it to say 12,000% <laughs> on everything. Okay? Right. So that people are like, what the fuck am I eating? Yeah, right. It's... So there's a reason that the percentage isn't there and it's because of the sugar I industry. I didn't notice that. Michelle Obama made, like, pushed and was like, Fuck the sugar lobby. We are adding this. And I, I remember say, seeing that there was a date that they would be adding the percentage. And it was from her. Like, she was the one lobbying. Did that. it happen? I don't know. Oh, see, because they probably lobbied it to be like 2080. Right? Probably. Like, when, uh, Ken, when the Kennedy shit comes out. Yeah. So, I don't know if, uh, if, it's, if it's now there. But it was. See, what I would Google I might go like uh, sugar uh, percentage of daily uh, Michelle Obama sugar law gets her way. Oh well, uh, uh, hey, Dov is googling. But wouldn't you click the link now? Okay. 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 Open that. Make that bigger. Yeah, one more zoom. One more zoom in. Okay, scroll down. Yep. Two, they see vehemently opposed by the food companies. 
the impact if it's a rule, blah, blah, blah. Now, does it, can you scroll and see if it, if it says like when it takes effect? I don't know if that actually has happened. Now. No, because I, I mean, I, I didn't even know that it hadn't that it was a thing. That yeah, yeah, I, 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 I remember this man. This was like a big, big deal. And they said that you know the sugar industry and the lobbyists in in that field were like they were willing to pour billions to keep it off. They're like, do not put that on. That's, you know, that's crazy because I know I know that if you're if you're diabetic, you only can have sixty grams of carbs per meal. Okay. Right, and sugar, like pure sugar, that's that's probably like a like a quarter teaspoon of sugar. Here we go, and there's like a nutrition, like see, okay, so yeah, updated daily values. Wow, how did I never notice that? Yeah. God see, damn. and then it says includes ten added grams of sugar and then 20% next to it. So they're telling you now. It's saying to you. Oh. You know, this is the percentage that that you're having here. 10, 10 grams is 20%. See what I mean? And you pick up something like maple syrup and you'll be like <laughs> 93 grams of sugar in but the, a serving. But then you know how they slide on that though is they is when they uh when they hit you with the uh, the serving. The serving. Yeah, right. yeah. Oh, well, the serving. It's supposed to be three drops, man. So there's 1 oh, yeah. billion servings yeah, of, of this in here, yeah. Um so Michelle Obama, that's a good one. I flip, I've, I kind of flipped out meeting, uh, well, I definitely flipped out meeting Mike Tyson, but that was also, it wasn't like, oh, yeah. oh my God, I hope I meet Mike Tyson one day. It was just like, holy shit, Mike Tyson's sitting next to me, right? And it's like, yeah. that's like a- That was nervous. I saw that, that was on Rogan, right? I, I, I mean, I told it in a special, I told it on Conan, you know, I, I told this, uh, I probably told it on Rogan. I would be afraid, I, like, you know, uh, that, that's something I don't I don't fuck with about the like anybody that ain't that's not old enough to be afraid of Mike Tyson. Yeah, like I don't respect your opinion. About yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. That dude was terrifying. Dude. And by the way, and the switch can get switched. Oh you yeah, yeah. I, mean? I yeah. seen it happen. Yeah. I, you know that video of him on the um with Ocho Cinco in the Super Bowl. Thing? No, no, no. What's that? <laughs> Put your headphones. <laughs> okay. Put, yeah, Mike Tyson, Ocho Cinco, Super Bowl. It's really small and subtle, but you'll appreciate it because it's you'll you'll definitely. appreciate this. All right. It's him walking. It's him walking into like a, like a green room. Yeah, yeah. It's like, um, like at the Super Bowl. So I would no, no, no. Nope. Try that top one there. The top one. Yep. Right here. Start it over and turn the volume all the way up. Are your volume good? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Just watch Mike. We might have watched it a few times. Make it big, please. Full screen. Watch Mike. That's Tyson right there in the flurry jersey? No, he's in front. That's Ocho Cinco. He, he diffused that real. Ocho Cinco diffused that real. Start over. Listen, Joe. Bro, bro, because like when he if he said that to you, then what's up, bro? I would throw my phone, yeah, like as far away from yeah, me as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's because man, even now you seen him hitting the bag when 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 he was getting ready for yeah a at fifty three. 
Yeah, man. Jesus. No, um, man, that's scary as fuck. I know that cameraman was shook. Oh, like, for sure. His heart skipped for the sure, beat. No shit. Yeah. Um, I was talking about the one where the reporter like brought up the rape. Oh thing. my god, I've seen that. That was in that was in Toronto. And that <sighs> that shit, that guy was like uh, you met um, the mayor, and then you know you're also a, a criminal, a, a convicted <laughs> rapist. And he's like, "What? Well, think you're a piece of shit." And then the guy's like, uh, "We're on the TV right now." He goes, "I don't give a fuck because you're a rat piece of shit." And that guy for sure shit his pants. That oh, guy knew yeah. he was a. That guy knew he could die in that oh, moment. Yeah. Was it was almost like he thought he thought that the rules. We're not. We're not. We don't have headphones on. I'm just showing it to you. Oh, okay. He thought that like the rules would protect him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, bro, that you know, dude, <laughs> he's a savage. Yeah. Like he was bred. He was bred. Like he's the closest thing we have to like you know those old the old like uh, martial arts movies where like where like a master raises people in the mountains. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. He's the living version of that. Where, like sure. He got found on the street and raised to be a fucking destroyer. He was robbing. Adult men at thirteen, yeah, twelve like, and thirteen. Nah, bro, I'm not bringing up shit. I don't care what the ratings no, are. Nothing. No way. That the fact that, that guy felt comfortable saying that is what's crazy. Like, and then when he sits there, I'm gonna ask him about that. Like, yeah, what the like, what fuck? What are you doing? There ain't no security in here that could do nothing about yeah, that. Yeah, man. Like, what are you doing? I remember twice, twice I've had uh, comedy shows with like enormous dudes, who like, like one time these guys were just acting, just out of line in the audience. Just we and they were huge. And then after were and they, like were they Samoan? No, they were oh. black dudes, but they had they had on like Nation of Islam suits. Like, oh. You know what I mean? And they were right. like they looked like Yo. power lifters. Like broad. Not like not bodybuilder muscles, like I bench six hundred kind of shit. Like just they look like, you know, offensive linemen, you know, just enormous oh, yeah. guy. And they were just sitting there stone faced and they would talk when there was like lulls. Like they would just talk to each other, the kind of thing that most clubs would be like, "Hey, can you guys give that down?" No one ever approached. <laughs> right. And when they left, like when the show was over and they left, I looked at the guy because you know it's the security guy. He was like, "Yeah, I was never gonna." Go over that. <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, bro, dude, bro, you know what? I I hate that. I look. So I was for my first four years in comedy, I was the security guy at the Madhouse in San Diego, mm -hmm. and." I'll never forget. It was a. It was a. You know, Mark Christopher Lawrence. Why do I know that name? I don't know. He's he's been in the game for a long time. Funny guy. He works clean though. You know, and he don't have like offensive stuff. You know, yeah. Like, but 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 I remember one time he was uh, just in the middle of his set. Just just giant motherfucker stood up. This dude had to be like six foot five, maybe three twenty. You know, yeah. like you could tell he used to be something. He used yeah. to be a fighter or yeah. or linebacker or yeah. something. So. He was big as fuck. He was old though, but he but that don't mean shit. Yeah. Right. And yeah. and he stood up and he just had a problem with Marcus Lawrence. And I'm I'm the security person. So I'm like, sir, you know, please calm down. He's like, I ain't fucking calming down, blah, blah, blah. And what I hate is when comics on the stage talk shit to the person that I'm standing in front of. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to defuse the situation and yeah, get them to leave. He's trying to escalate it. They, yeah. But he he didn't do that. Yeah. But the other people in the club, like all the all the male servers and yeah, other yeah. comics and shit, thought, oh. Brian's going to fuck you up, man. No, no, no. Yeah. They all came rushing over and, and like sur surrounded the guy. And I'm, and I'm like, no, don't do that either because yeah. 
when you surround somebody, they get more aggressive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this he was fucked up. He was bigger than all of us. He could have probably killed two of us yeah. before anybody did anything about it. <laughs> and and I'm so I'm standing crazy. in front of him and, and seriously, he got he he lost it a little bit and and started to swing at me and two of them grabbed one of his arms and he was still moving. You know, he had two people on this arm and was still moving and reached for me again. And he grabbed me, so he had two people on this arm, and then he grabbed me with that arm and was hugging me like this. Holy shit, so, man. And no, and then his wife, so these, so this guy was, he had to be, I'm a guess, if I was guessing, he's probably like late 50s. Wow. And his wife, now none of us could do shit with him. His wife jumps up and puts him in a headlock. His wife? His wife jumps up and wraps around, wraps around his head, comes down and walks outside with him. And you know that she's like, this is how, this is what works. This is what I do with him. Yeah, she must have done it a whole bunch of times. A whole bunch she of knew exactly the move, and I don't know if he could tell by scent or whatever that it was her. Cause yeah. Because um, obviously he could have broken her in half. Sure. But he let her put the strength on him, thank God. Because, Holy shit, man. Yeah, but that's happened to me a whole bunch of times. But most of the time, the comic will start talking shit because, I, you know, I, they, they have the advantage. Yeah, I don't yeah, know what yeah. it is, but it's like. Don't don't talk shit to people when I'm trying to leave. That's fucking terrible. I love that the wife was like, oh, "This yeah. is how I get him to come." That's like someone who knows how their dog is. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, like yeah. you just gotta like make a face at him. He's <laughs> like, "Why are you getting this man drunk? Like he clearly needs therapy or something." Oh yeah, he was triggered by something. You ever had that happen with like someone's triggered by something that's like yes. mundane, super mundane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had people in the crowd just be like, "Fuck you for no reason." Yeah, fuck you. Like, what's going on? Fuck you. I've done things where people go like, "You really offended me today." I'm like, "With what?" Like they, they, you know, like you just don't know. And uh, I don't know. I mean, right. I had a, I had a guy one time, speaking of huge guys, just after the show come into the green room and the green room had security outside. And I was like, and then when I look, he's like six, seven, oh, and right. 300. He goes, I just wanted to meet you and have a beer. And behind me, they're like, yeah, wasn't that we could do. Yeah. <laughs> so like, he just opened the door. And I'm like, okay. Did you have that beer? I was just like, well, well, I have, because he was like, let me go buy you a beer. I go, they give me beer. There's beer here. And he was like, all right, well, I wanted to meet you, you know? And I was like, okay, well, here I am. <laughs> right. And then he just kind of stood there. He was, he was fucked up, you know? He was already drunk. So I, just, I knew to not be like, get the fuck out of here, you know? I was oh, like, ah, yeah. Oh, yeah, man, it's good to meet you. Right. <laughs> all right. six foot seven of you. Yeah, let me, uh, I'll meet you out front. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, no, no, God, no. God, man, I hope that never happened. That's never happened to me, like someone crazy. Oh, yeah, they'll, I mean, They'll, they'll just come in. I've seen that happen to other people, though. I, I had a lady one time say that she... So, uh, so see, I don't want to say who the comic is. But somebody was headlining, right? Yeah. And the first time they headlined... This is also me still working the door to the club. The first time they headlined, um, they're, they're, uh, someone said that they were a reporter. Mm-hmm. And they were going to interview them after the thing. So when she got off stage, they were waiting in the green room. And she was upset about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Obviously. And I'm like, I'm so sorry I fucked up. She says she was a reporter, blah, blah, blah. So then the next year, when they came back through, um, it was people at the door saying that they was her family. I've had this happen. And but she hadn't put gave us a list of people or nothing like that. And so I was like, Well, look, y'all gotta wait till she get here so I can clear it with her. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I made them wait. And then it turned out to really be her family. Oh, it was. And she was pissed yeah. at you, at me, yeah, for making them wait. And I tried to tell her like last time you were here, but I see I, at the time I was new, I didn't know. Like she don't even remember that shit. Yeah, 
you know, so I was like, last time you were here, you you were late, you didn't give us a list, you know. So it was one of them things that I just I just learned the hard way. Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, you know, you do your best, man. I mean, I, that's actually you did the right thing. Yeah, the, you did the right thing. And I had um the club come back one time and go, uh, hey, your cousin's here. I go, what cousin? And they're like, you know, big dude. I was like, that doesn't sound like one of my cousins. <laughs> nah. they're, like, they're like, he said he's your cousin. I go, well, I can tell you right now that it's not. So, sorry. And they're like, he's, and then they come back and they're like, he's still outside. I'm like, well, fucking tell him to get comfortable. Yeah, like, what do you, this motherfucker walking with a uh, Ancestry.com yeah. print out or something? <laughs> I don't know that motherfucker. I don't know him, man. In fact, even if I did, like, ain't none of my cousins going to be out front without texting me. Yeah, exactly. And I don't want to talk to half of them. Exactly. My real cousins. Yeah. Exactly. There's like four cousins I want to hang out with. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow, how have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless. When Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month, when you purchase a three-month plan, more like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office, and we have been saving so much money since switching over, and setting up on Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bears. That's mintmobile.com slash bears. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bears. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three months plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Is your beer fridge feeling a little empty? DoorDash is your door to beer without the run. Whatever drink you're in the mood for, they've got you. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code BEARS24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. I mean, there's like sometimes you just don't want to leave. That's me. Once we're at a spot and we're hanging out, I just don't want to leave. And now you don't have to. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25%, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code BEARS24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply, must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Plus, the, like the green room is sacred. Like dope shit happens in there. Yeah, that's like you know, comp, behind the scenes. Yeah, like, you know, I met uh, when I was in Nashville with Christina. I met Marcus King. Yeah, dude, he's so fucking Bruh, cool. He's His... the coolest motherfucker. And and see, this, to me, that is the best way to meet a celebrity. It is is because also, you know, to the young comics listening out there, that's the best way to meet a com- another comedian. Right? It's yeah. like don't go up and hey, I do comedy. Let them see you. Let them yeah. let it be a, yeah. right. So it was like I walked in the green room and I didn't know who he was. Yeah, you know what I mean. And he this nigga was trying to be humble and shit. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah he's yeah. all like, oh no, I'm just I'm just a guy. I just do music. Yeah, whatever. yeah I'm like, yeah. okay, I know your face though, motherfucker, because yeah. I seen I think I seen it on your mom's yeah, house. Sure. And uh, anyway, after the show, you know, it was once they saw me do my thing. It was like after the show, he's like, hey man, that was funny as shit. Blah blah blah. Let's hang out. But see, they, I didn't realize like that they they party. 
You know oh, what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. he when he said let's hang out, I thought he just meant you know have a beer or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Now these motherfuckers get down, and and he was he was he was he was trying to be humble and shit. And I was like, and then this motherfucker was up for a Grammy the next day. The next day. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, you ever heard of those the Grammys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he because he he tried to play it. I'm no, just, of course. I, and and somebody said you know country singer. He was like, I'm not a country singer. I'm no, like, it's Americana. And I'm like, what yeah. the fuck is that? And he I'm, rocks. So I looked it up, out. man. His music is good as hell. I forget Americana is just it's just soul music when white people sing it. I don't they, even know what it is. They don't want to call it soul. soul. Yeah, yeah. But it's just soul music with white. If they people. call it soul, then you can be like, "There's another thing you took from us." Yeah, I mean, because it's like if Gary Clark Jr. was singing them same songs, yeah. they would just say it was soul music. Right. But it's like it's it's a white dude, so he's like he it's rips Americana. Man. Yeah, he gets down. He gets and that voice you see you see like when Mar- Marcus shaves. You know, he looks 15. Right, he looks so like a like, child. Then you see him play, and you're like, holy fuck. But then he sings, and you're like, what is happening? Right, bro. It's like the voice was given to you. You know what I this told is- him? I said, you know, you you sound like you you sound like you were raised by a cowboy, and then at nine years old, he abandoned you in the ghetto. <laughs> And you was you were just taken in by a black family, yeah. and like got that struggle like injected into yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, he seemed like he got like centuries of pain, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's it doesn't look right. It doesn't look like like his voice doesn't match his face. He it's it's wild. I know the first time. I mean, I met him. I met him on Conan because I was doing Conan. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, he was a musical guest, and they were like, "You ever seen this guy?" And I was like, "No." And then he went. He played and sang, and I was like, "What?" Like yeah, I was and, like blown and then, away. And then just kicking it with him, like his story is crazy. He's got a craziest story as my, as I do. Really? Yeah. You you haven't? You... I mean, I don't remember it being like your story was wild to me. I don't remember. Oh yeah, I guess maybe I'm maybe I don't see mine as wild just because it's mine. Yeah. But yeah, no, yours is pretty wild. Just the way the way he just moved to Nashville and blew up out of nowhere. And, yeah. Man. He's a real talent, man. That guy's a real and the fucking coolest dude. He did yeah. our um, he did our YMH live uh, music. Oh yeah, know? he said it. Is that yeah. hang him out yet, right? Uh, well, I think by the time this comes out, it'll okay, be yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I just saw it and it's it's incredible, ridiculous. Yeah, I, yeah. I seen them do the uh, they did like a, a a rendition of the wait where they like went around the world and mm-hmm. like had a different musician play a different part and he opens it up. Just it's like it's like. I, I know that everybody ain't been in comedy, but come on, lineups are important. Yeah, and you can't put that motherfucker first. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like he they, they only he only he only singing the very very first part. Yeah, and and playing the guitar, and then it, and then after after like after like when they get to like the first chorus, it's it's a whole other person in a whole other country yeah. that don't sing as good. Yeah, <laughs> that don't play as well. Right, you know what I mean? But see. Having him on first got you to stick around to the second person. You right, know I mean? but then by the time I get to the fifth person, I'm, I'm like, like where the fuck is Marcus back? Yeah, like, bring Marcus back. I thought back, he was coming dude. back for the hook. Bring him back, man. Yeah. How good did it feel to fucking just go hang out? You know what I mean? It felt great, man. It felt great. And, and especially when it's like, it's not, like I said, because it's, it's dope that I didn't know who he was yeah. before I met him because I think everybody that's blowing up like that, they, 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 they're, they're thirsty to have like real interaction, yeah. you know what I mean? And yeah. Like, and like, fan, you know, no And there's nothing wrong with being a fan of somebody, but a fan, somebody's your fan first, can't ever do that. They can't ever like treat you like a person. They can't. Or somebody that knows how huge of a star you are before they meet you, they can't treat you. That's why it's so great to meet people that don't like. I forget. Maybe you forget that like comedy, podcasting, all this, 
it is still in a way like like niche you know it's like mm. there's a lot of people who are like i don't watch comedy i don't know we talk you know they don't know comedians and meeting those people socially is kind of the best sometimes yeah because they're like they don't care and they're not wowed by it they're not influenced by it they don't have any interest in it you know yeah, yeah. And that must be that's probably that's the thing about being super famous is that at a certain point there's like nobody who doesn't know God. you know yeah or like that's why like michael jackson was crazy i don't know yes. anybody that's been that famous for a long time they can't go that through. hasn't like it's Gone not like crazy. strange yeah right yes and I that believe motherfucker that. was famous since he was six years old and it just got more and more and more and more famous like, yeah and He's never known not famous. Yeah. Except in his little bit of period of not famous was just getting the shit beat out of him. Yeah. You know, and that so was it's it. like, yeah, he's a strange motherfucker. Of course he's weird. Of course he's like, weird. I don't know why people like gave him a lot of shit for that. Well, yeah, because they weren't really appreciating because people go, oh, people scream when they see you. That must be awesome. You know, <laughs> like they, they cry when they meet you. You're like, that's not no. normal. No, and you can't go anywhere. I was, like, I was with Russell Peters one time and in a green room and a, woman came in to meet him and started crying and shaking and i was like i mean i to actually see it like firsthand with someone that you know i was like what the fuck oh. he's super famous and you how know? do you react to that he was really cool he he handled it the way you i think should handle it which like put them at ease and was like you know like like not being like i don't know why you're crying like he was yeah. like he was like oh it's okay and like you know put his hand on he's her like, hand of course you cry i'm yeah me. i'm me <laughs> right no he was he was really nice to her and like put her at ease and then uh talk to her you know give her a souvenir yeah yeah do the photo and it was like really nice and made her like helped her like but she was like can't i can't believe i'm here and shaking and crying and i was like sitting right next to him and i was like wow this like cause you're used to seeing it like the fan and the famous person at the distance oh that person but it's not the person sitting next to you oh, yeah. that, that they're crying for. And you're there, like, wow. There's a video of like, um, I think Janet Jackson, like pulling somebody on stage. Uh-huh. And she's like doing a strip tease. Or oh, maybe, yeah. maybe he is, but he's crying. Oh, he's crying. Yeah. Can you imagine that? No. <laughs> like get, like being deck, like be, it's a sexual thing. Sure. But it's also that. It's also that. So it's like you crying in front of you're like uh, the, the person you're obsessed with. Yeah. There you go. Fan loses it. I might be able to see the video of it. Um, yeah, it's. I don't know if anybody. I don't know if I know anybody that would make me cry. If cry I like that to me. So I kept burning through in my mind famous people I've met. You know, and I was just the guy right here. <laughs> he is freaking out, dude. He is. <laughs> yeah, this dude is fucking hyperventilating, dog. I love you so much. Is that to his wife in the audience? <laughs> <laughs> no, like, she she's got him like gonna... tied up. Oh, this guy's like, if you fucking come. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you better not come. But but that's probably he like. He's freaking out, man. This dude's probably wanted a, a dominatrix his whole life. Yeah. And been denying himself. And then he's forced into this situation. And he can't handle it. And there's no better dom than Janet Jackson. Oh, my God. And she playing it slow. This is like Mike Jackson at the Super Bowl. Stuff. Right. He's just like, get to it. And she's like, no. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. <laughs> he's freaking out. Right now he's telling her how much he loves her. Uh, oh, man. Oh, God my God. Damn, Janet. You know what she just did right there, too, right? With oh. her uh, or her left thigh. Oh, went yeah, into touched, his groin. Touched his dick. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Yep, she know what's good. Yeah. Oh. Oh, man. 
Man, you can't you can't be mad at that guy if he jizzed his pants, of course man. Not. Come on. No. Right now it's definitely dripping. It's just buckets. It's leaking out of him right now. And <laughs> I mean, can, can you imagine can you imagine the <laughs> I did not know. This is fantastic. Yeah, man. She get like this dude, she made she broke this dude. She, she broke, broke him. him, yeah. Like he he cannot he can't, have, he can't have a normal sexual encounter. No, right he'll no. never be able to date. No. And then he, when he finally got the therapy and, and like got over it, met someone, and then someone was like, that person was like, I saw this video today. Oh, yeah. Okay. Bro, I would just, I would screenshot Janet Jackson's crotch in my face yeah. and put make that as my Tinder picture. Yep. Be like, hoes, if you ain't on this level, I ain't trying to fuck I'm with you. I'm not trying to fuck with you. Yeah, you got to have the cage, you got to have the table and everything to tie me on. Holy shit. That's fantastic, though, man. Where yeah. was that? Does it say where it was? So great. Damn, he thought. Yeah, he did. Oh man. Um, all right. So who did? I, like, I met Method Man on a on a, a flight. That, and that would be, was that would be cool. That's pretty dope. Yeah, and, that'd be dope. But I I was cool even though. So one, we were on an early morning flight back to L.A. from Florida, and I said what's up to him. It was a really early. You know, like it was six a.m. flights where you're right. like. So I said like, hey man, blah blah blah. Pass out, sleep the whole flight. One of those flights where you wake up at touchdown. You know, you're like, oh my God. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then I get my bag out of the overhead and I turn and Meth is like, like mouth something to me. And I was like, what? And he goes, says it again. And I didn't hear it a second time. So now you can't be like, I'm sorry. Could you, could you say that a third time? So I just went, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. And did you and ever th- find out what he said? Well, then he, he walks off the plane and I was like, fuck. Like I have no idea what he just said to me. And I get my bag. Now I'm like bummed out about it. And as I step off the plane, he's waiting on the jet bridge for me. He's oh, waiting he's for me. He's a fan. I, no, he goes, so I was like, I saw him and I was like, hey, he goes, yeah, but right? And I go, what? Yeah. And he goes, that dude never shut the fuck up, man. The whole fucking flight. And I was like, fuck, fuck that guy. <laughs> I didn't know what he was talking about. I was like, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> right. And then we walked. And talked the whole way back, and he was talking about this project he was doing with John Singleton. And I, I was—I mean, I couldn't believe I was talking. But so he had no idea who you were. I don't know. He never—he didn't say anything about it. So I was just like, maybe he just thought, "All right, nice white guy." Damn. You know, I don't know. Did you get the picture? See, I, I, no. never, I never asked for the picture. I've asked for the picture a lot. Jill Scott, I got a picture with. Oh, that would be dope. We sat next to each other. I have a fucking Soul Plane membership. I flew next to Method Man, Jill Scott, Serena Williams, Mike Tyson, Omarion. Uh, I had to throw that in there. He was is, there. is this first class? Yeah. Yeah, he got an icebox where his heart used to be. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, uh, you. So you. So is I this... got picks with. Okay, I took a pick with Serena. I took a pick with Jill Scott. Uh, I took a picture of Omarion with a blanket over his head because he had a blanket over his head. And this is all on planes. All on planes. Mike Tyson came to my show, so I got pictures with him at there. Meth, I didn't because Meth, man, it didn't. I didn't feel like being like. Quick pick. I don't know. It just felt fucking so lame. No Bow Wow. I'm surprised you didn't catch him. Didn't catch Bow Wow. Um, who else? I know there's. I'm leaving somebody out. I'm leaving somebody out. Oh, Bruce Bruce and I flew next. And I didn't know him. And that was super fun. Oh, yeah. And I ended wow. up telling that story. He's a legend. He's a legend. And he, it, was, it was the coolest fucking interaction I'd ever had with somebody who I did. Like, it's how you... You know, I go like I didn't know what to say to Chris Rock. I didn't know, didn't know what to say, and mm-hmm. he was he was really nice. It was, but it was the parking lot of the comedy store, 
and like a show had let out and he was with Questlove and you know I was just oh, like right, right. so I was like what's up and it was quick but on a flight you're on, you're on the flight you know so you, you have a long time and Bruce could not have been nicer like nicer and telling stories and like a laugher you know like everything you would want when you meet somebody like that oh, yeah. it was great he was great you know what I think I've done the the store has made me because I I've had a few chances to get pitched with celebrities and stuff but but like you know how it is there like when you're a door guy there or even when you're paid regular there or whatever but sometimes you're in the back area mm-hmm. and it's like 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 Chappelle will sometimes be with a fucking entourage of other celebrities you know yes, you yes, yes John yes. Mayer yeah, come yeah, on, yeah. All the and it's like and when you back there it's like you ain't back there for that like no. they're not back there for, for, for fans to be back there so right. I can't act like a fan right 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 and then also they all way more accomplished than I am and so I don't have anything to add to the conversations mm-hmm. so I just like I'm in the corner quiet in the motherfucker or I just leave yeah <laughs> you know it's like so and that I've carried that habit from the store of like don't I don't want to bother you yeah I feel like too the group setting is a weird one like I'm a one-on-one or like small group thing yeah you know, I told the story about like I got because of Tom Papa, I went to Matt Damon's birthday party, and because Matt Damon was at the Improv, and I was doing a show, and so was Tom Papa. Okay. And then afterwards, it's like you know, you said like don't tell someone like let them see you, right? So he right. saw me have a good set, and he was like, "Do you want to come with us to this restaurant?" And I was like, "Okay." And at first, I'm talking to Matt like you would just talk, you know, just normal. But then people start arriving and a bunch of celebrities. And then I'm just like, like you're saying, I was just like, I don't know what to add to this. You know, like I have nothing. Yeah. And and they're all, and here's the thing. They all know each other a lot more, like more, you know, Yeah, it's awkward. So at a certain point I was like, I'm going to go. It was pretty early. (laughs) I was like, this is enough. Yeah. I don't belong here. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like, you know what it is? It's the same energy as when you, um, like when you're, when you're dating someone and they, and you meet, that you meet their family for the first time. Yes. And it's like you're you're clearly the outsider. That's a perfect analogy. Right? Yes. Yeah, and it's like but you don't get to leave that. You don't get to yeah, leave that. I and will, then you start seeing the like the dynamics play out and you're putting them together in your head. Like oh, you just yeah. don't like you're like and then you maybe you try to say something to some person, you get like a what? And you're like, I, I mean, yeah. Like and another thing too is like I don't like to be nosy. Like I remember the first time, this is when I I didn't know you as well. I remember being in the, my. It was like one of my first sets in the main room, mm-hmm. right? I, I got after I got passed, and I was in the green room, and me and you were talking, and then Rogan walked in, right? Mm-hmm. And then y'all started talking about something personal, and I just put my headphones on. It was like, oh, that, I that see. shit ain't none of my business. You know? Oh, what okay, I mean? okay. Yeah, cause cause I know how shit is like, and I don't want something to, ha- to get said and then to get out, and it's like that motherfucker was in there. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like that shit ain't. I mind my fucking business. You're, but you're thinking like. Three steps ahead on shit like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like nah, but I don't be nosy about none of this. If it's if it's meant for me to know, I'll fucking know it. But I ain't trying to be in no bullshit. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I mean, I think that's a pretty. Don't you feel like that's kind of a for a lot of comics share that type of mentality about you know what I mean? Like I feel yeah. I identify with what you're saying a hundred percent. Well, I, I think it, I think it's a it's a certain like a subspecies of comic because it's because it, right. there, there's because there's people here that aren't. 
like you know you know how like there's people that are fighting for a living but they ain't fighters right like uh, they're not built like like there's some people that fight because they know how and they make money but then there's some people that love to fight yes and it's like the people that are like built like comics up here yeah they think like that Right. But there's a lot of people doing comedy that's in comedy and you know, whether they, they make, make yeah. whether they're successful or not. The thing that you're describing about like someone's having a conversation, it's not meant for me, I feel like that's actually a sign of now that I think about it, of like someone that just knows how to act. You know what I mean? You're like, Do you oh, not yeah. know how to act, man? Because also like, I know myself. Like I yeah. know like the 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 dirty talk, the talking shit and the rumors and the, that shit is awesome. It's fun. Yeah. And it's so easy to get sucked into the drama and shit. Yeah, but, yeah. I, but I've made my shit off avoiding all of that. Right. So. Well, there's comedians though that do things like um like that someone's opening the show and they bring people to the green room and you're like, are you out of your fucking mind? Right. Like, Don't do that. Yeah, but like, how do you not intuitively know that? Right. You know, yeah. like I've seen that like where I'm like, huh? The guy brought his family in one time and I was like, what's this? He's like, my family. And I was like, what? Yeah, but you know, but people, but but people have put people have put me on game over the years, though, too. You know what I mean? Just or just the things I don't know. People check because that that's the thing. I think you got to have people around you, you do. Yeah. that's willing to be like because all because not even you know even my comedy itself. I'm so glad I have the people I came up with that that'll be honest with me. You know about what I'm about your comedy about my comedy or really? just or just the way I'm acting. Yeah, like like my boy Derek Poston. This motherfucker will be like, you know, like I've just murdered something and I get off stage and I'm thinking about the thing I fucking didn't do. And I walk up to Derek and the first thing he'll say is, oh, yeah, you fucking you didn't you do it that way. You, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And, I, and you need that. You yeah. need that person that's going to be like, hey, bro, don't be, you don't need to be up in that green room. You yeah. know what I mean? Don't bring her, don't bring that bitch in the green room. Yeah, yeah. Like you need somebody that's going to tell you, hey, you're bro, totally you, right. you're slipping. You're you know? totally right. Because I've learned a lot of lessons that way or learned from people just warning me about And it. But you got to be the type of person that's receptive to it because that's another thing you find yeah. doing comedy for a while and like the type of, that there are people who are resistant. Like they don't, they're like, no. Like you give advice or something, you know, don't oh, do that. Yeah. And, they're, and they're immediately like combative about it. I don't, I don't give I don't give advice to anybody now that I don't fuck with. Yeah. Yeah, like I used to be like, "Oh, this is a new comic, like hey, you should try this." But then people now cuz now we in this new era of like this petty like people people taking offense to like petty shit. Yes. And it's like, "I'm not you know, it's like I'm not giving you advice cuz you're a woman and I don't think you know what you're doing. I'm giving you advice cuz you're a new comic and you don't know what you're doing." Yeah. Right, and it's like I'm not, I'm not like looking down. I'm only giving you advice because I, because I like you, because I think that was that's awesome, and I think that would be even more awesome if you did this. If, or that. Right, but yeah. some people take it like, you know, offensive. Like, I, you know, what are you trying to say? And you know, it's like whatever, man. Just, be, just keep bombing, then. Right. Take five more months to learn that that lesson. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, because you can't do it for them. No, but you find, and I think in in what we do. You find, and I guess this probably applies to in life. I shouldn't say even, but I, you, we see it, and what we do is that there are people, like you can't do it for, like you can't do it for them. You right. can go like, hey man, as your friend, blah blah blah, this isn't working. This is this, but if the person is just like, nah, I don't want to, okay, yeah, I, and I, I don't can't know, do it for I don't you. Know everything, like even like Tom Brady, the goat, right? He still got a coach. LeBron James still has a head coach. Yep. Even though they say in some of his teams he's running the whole team, but there's yeah. still a motherfucker on the sideline that's like, "Hey, bro, yeah, you know, you was in the wrong spot." Or yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And it's like you need that. Uh, some some people don't they don't get that like honest self assessment is the key to progress, and that's not just comedy; that's everything. That's life. And some people can't they can't take it 
they take it as an attack. Yeah, I want, but that is that is just an insecurity, right? Like when the people go like, like you're just not equipped to take. Like I, I feel like that has to because because everybody can remember a time when you couldn't take it, right? Or oh, an yeah. incident, like right? Yeah. Like somebody gives you like fuck you, man. Like, but that's your in, your own insecurities, I think. Of course, yeah. It's and it's it's you. I think also too. There's a there's a culture now because of like the internet of like clapback culture. Yes. When it's so, it's almost like any any criticism is hating. You know, yeah. any criticism is, is deserving of like a response instead of just absorbing that shit. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. But no, nah, I came up with motherfuckers that didn't that didn't give a fuck about your feelings. You know what I mean? They would just be like, "Hey, bro, that wasn't good." You yeah, did not do good. <laughs> that's know? a really that's a good circle to be in, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's not that many people. I mean, I'm trying to think like, you know, of like the circle of guys that I run with, and you know, we're pretty we we're pretty honest with each other. But I do feel like you kind of got you don't have to ask for it for um, life, but you kind of got to ask for it for comedy. Oh yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure, for because sure. people don't want to like you know shit on your comedy unless you're like will you <laughs> <laughs> right please please yeah yeah because yeah I, I think it, it there is there's there's all there's a dynamic there for sure that you got to navigate but that's another thing too like what we were talking about about the green room stuff is like it's more there's more to comedy than just being funny yes you also have to be cool because those are the first two things people say right when yes. I, like if i've never heard of you before and i'm like hey have you heard of this comic yeah and you, and you go no i go funny person cool yeah, right, and then you're like, check, check, right, yep, right. Because yep. those are the first, those are the most important things. Because yeah. you being funny, or you go like, his comedy's kind of whack, but he's cool as fuck. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and you gotta what, be you a whole lot of yeah. cool to yeah. make up for your comedy yeah, being yeah, whack. Yeah, but that's yes. it can make up for it. It can. It yeah. absolutely can. Yeah. And the flip side of it is almost, and I like no. At a certain age, you're like, I don't want to fuck with it anymore. Is it's, uh, this dude's hilarious? But he's a fucking asshole or a dipshit. Oh, it's like, yeah. no thanks. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't. I can't think of anybody that is funny enough where there's no line they could cross. Where I'm like, I ain't fucking with them. No, you know. And it's like, I don't. I don't know if I've met a comic yet that I have that I would like just actively is my enemy. Yeah. But there are people where I'm like, you know, you know, my my new my new thing is that I I go I go. What distance do you have to be for me to love you, mm-hmm. right? Because because it's 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 healthy for me to love instead of hate you. Yeah. So it's like this is too close. You know what I mean? It's like certain people, I go, I know, I know that I know I can walk in the club and and give you a what up from across the parking lot, and that's all we got, dude. And I can love you from there. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And so it's healthier for me. Is I just go how how far away do you need to be for me to love you? And and it helps me not fucking walk around because I because I'm a, I have a lot of anger. You know what yeah. I mean? And I and I don't like to, you know, I don't like to fester in it because sure. I because I because I get mad and it just builds up. So I just I just like well, okay, learn to love this motherfucker from over there. You, know you just I mean? gave a life lesson to me too because I like when you're saying that, it resonated. That is so good. That's oh, so good. Thank you. How yeah. how far do you have to be from? Because you're right. There are some people where you're like, we all know whatever. Well, you know, let's like the fucking fifty people, right? right and right. you're like, these people like I. I need to be near like this. Like I have to be around you. Like I right. want to, you know right. that? And then there are like degrees of separation. It's like I could text this dude once a month and it's fine. Yep. And uh, you know, this person every week and this person is a phone call. This, we were talking about how, how well do you have to know someone or love someone or be close to someone 
where you can give an unprompted FaceTime call to. I think that's a tight circle. Ooh. Right? That is a tight circle. Yeah. Where there's not like, I'm going to FaceTime you. And, and, does that, and does the time of day matter? I mean, it should. It should be a factor as well. Right, but, but ooh, unprompted? But like an unprompted FaceTime, I'm like, I can do it to my wife. I could definitely do it to Bert. I can do it to, uh, you know, my, my fam, like siblings, yeah. parents. Friend-wise, I mean, there's a couple other and a couple cousins and stuff that I'm close with where I would, I wouldn't, but there's, you know, you, you come down a step from that and somebody where they could be like, what are you doing? You like, know what it is? It, to me, it has to be. It's like someone just like hitting your window. You're like, yeah. It, that, that has to be somebody that I have made it through the other side of some shit with. Right. You know, like, I've, yes. like there's been some sacrifice or some risk. Yeah. And we made it through together. It is like, and motherfucker, it better be an emergency. Like, yeah. what the fuck are you FaceTiming me out the blue? Yeah, yeah. It better be. It better be like urgent, like or something, something important. Because otherwise, could... what kind of what kind of heads up do you want on a FaceTime? Um, like you at least want someone to check. Is it cool? Yeah, text. Hey man, are you free to FaceTime? Yeah, yeah. Because that's like stopping by. Yeah, that's yeah. like the next level from stopping by. It is. Yeah, and you better not stop by my motherfucking house. Yeah. My friends think I'm playing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're like, what if it's an emergency? Call the police. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not a doctor. Yeah. Yeah, what do you need? And I've, I've only, I've had it since I've been doing comedy. It's only happened twice. What, an uh, unprompted one? Yeah, somebody just stopping by. Oh, stopping know? by. Yeah, my friends, they, you know my policy. Your ass gonna be like, standing on the porch. Like, they're just knocking on your door? What the yeah. fuck are you doing, man? What the man? fuck? What's going on? Yeah, like, man, I'm sorry I'm going through it. it we'll, we'll go through it back at home, motherfucker. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And it's like, and, and don't get me wrong, I'm not, I'm not cold. It's like, I want to help, but it's like. I you don't have, know what I'm doing right now. Because I know that if I make the exception right now, you're going to make it a habit. People like that usually, if somebody has the fucking nerve to just stop by and knock on your door and you are welcoming to it, they're definitely going to do it all the time. Yeah, and it's like, like little kindness is like, look, um, a few months ago, somebody, um, it was another comic. It was a fan of another comic that was like, I'm going through some hard times, um, and I hate to do this, but like, if you could help out in any way, blah blah blah. So this guy sh shared it in his stories. Okay. And the, I thought he the, just like hit you up about no, it. No, no, no. The comic shared it in his stories and was like, "Hey, you know, I sent this guy a little bit of money. If y'all want to help him out, you know, here's his Venmo, blah blah blah." So I sent the guy fifty bucks. Wow. Right. And then maybe three weeks later. He messages me on Venmo and goes, "Hey, you helped me out before. Um, I could really use help again." What? Like, like motherfucker, you out your goddamn mind? And I should have learned because because I, I also watched a lot of Judge Judy growing up. Yeah. And I learned that when a motherfucker when somebody need money like that, you, they're usually not gonna like. It's the reason I don't loan my friends money. They're not gonna have the money because they. They having a money problem for a reason, and it's either whether it's their fault or some other situation. That situation ain't going away with your emergency fifty bucks. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So it's like, I, I I I gave I didn't loan you the money. I'm gonna give it to you. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you as much as I can afford to give you. Yeah, and then you don't owe me nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, friendships end over that shit. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna give you like half of my rent money and hope you have it by the first. You know yeah, what I mean? no, 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 no. So it's like. But no, I'm not gonna keep giving you money because you're gonna keep asking me for money. And that guy, and the the one, the person who you did Venmo, hit you, hey man, you helped me up before, is a friend or you don't even know? No, him? I don't know if you know this guy. He was a fan of another comedian that shared that shared it. Did you respond to him or just ignore him? No, I just ignored him, and then he hit me up again, like a few weeks later. 
Same thing. Yep, same thing. Uh, so I blocked them on. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's like, I, you know, because I, I, I don't know your situation. Like, and I feel for you, but it's like I don't know what why you're losing all this money and you haven't explained it. You know I had I mean? an old friend, somebody who I did know pretty well, hit me up out of nowhere. I haven't I hadn't spoken to in years, years. Hits me up. He's like, uh, you know, happy you're doing well and this and that. And I was like, cool. This is a couple years ago. And I go, oh, thanks. And he goes, yeah, you know, I, I'm in a real bind right now. And I go, what's up? And he goes, um, like, if I don't have rent money by the first, I'm going to lose this place. And I like, did a whole thing, right? And I was like, fuck. And I thought about it. And I was like, I know, I, I basically was like, you should say no because you don't know what, you know what I mean? But then I was like, you know, I, I, I know this guy. But I go, I go, well, here's the thing, man. I'm in like Canada right now. And, uh, you know, I don't have a fucking like checkbook. I have an accountant. Like I have to call my accountant and like process it. Like it's, I just landed in like Vancouver and I'm going to Calgary. And, I, you know, I don't think I can like make this happen real fast. And this was already like the 20, let's say 8th of the of the month and okay. I, don't, I don't like and he was like well you know i just I, i'm gonna lose my spot and you know, all this shit in his life and i'm like i don't know so a couple days go by and then like now it's the first and so now i'm like fuck you know it's like he's lost his place so i you know he had messaged me again and i go look man i'm sorry i i couldn't make it happen like if i were to do it i wouldn't even be able to get you that money until like the fifth and he was like that's cool that'll still work <laughs> so i was like I thought you needed it by the first. He's like, he's like I can hold him off for a few days. And I was like, okay. I sent it to him. Uh, I sent it to him. Did he make it a habit? No. No. Oh, okay. That's, that's refreshing. No, he didn't. He didn't make it a habit. Yeah, that's a good friend. Yeah. I mean, he also like never talked to me again. But, oh, uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> like, see, you know. that's another thing. When a motherfucker owe you money, they'll find a reason to stop yeah, talking yeah. to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, that's why I, I, it wasn't alone, right? It was just. Well, it, it's funny you say that because- he did say, "Can I borrow money?" Can I bar like he he didn't say, "Will you give it to me?" He's like, "I'm borrow it." So I did have it sent out as a loan, like it said "loan" on it. But just I was like, you know, you don't have. See, I knew he wasn't. Gonna see, for me, what I, what I would say is, hey, can you? Because I've been in that. I've been fuck you know down bad before. You know, yeah. It's like I would just be like, hey, this is how much I need, and if you need me to pay you back. I will do my best, but I can't say when. That that's pretty good because yeah. I don't. What I don't want is if I owe you something, I don't want you having to be asking me for it. Like, yeah, because you know I, I hate when a motherfucker owe me and I gotta remind them. You yes. know because I mean? like motherfucker, you remember me when you needed that shit, and now you forgot that you owe me, motherfucker. Oh yeah, and I've also had nah. friends that they said they've loaned people money, like you know, substantial money, and then that person is not only not paying it back. But like getting like I got a new iPhone, man. Oh, Isn't that cool? See, I don't play that shit. And he was like, "Um, you haven't even tried to pay me back for the money I loaned you. You're buying like expensive shit, <laughs> right? Like what the, what the fuck? fuck, man? Oh, you want a payment plan? So now you OT Mobile. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're borrowing a lot of shit, man. Borrowing a lot. If I see you with some new shit on and you owe me something, I will, I will do. If I think I can get away with it, I will destroy that shit. <laughs> I will, and and getting getting away with is 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 key, because so when you get when you destroy it on the on the low or like in the yeah in on the low face. on the oh. low because look I I I study revenge yeah it's it's one of my favorite themes, 
It's one of my favorite ideas. I love revenge. It's like comeuppance, revenge. I love oh, yeah, revenge. You, you talked about that one revenge movie. Um, I think it was called Revenge. That movie. Something. Did you watch it? I did. I mean, that. Yeah. That was pretty good. It's hardcore revenge. It's yeah. hardcore revenge. And I'm all revenge. about it. It's like, because I can accept horrible things happening you to you. You pull up revenge if the, I, the movie. If I think you deserve it. Because that's what revenge is. It's some horrible shit's going to happen it's to someone you that deserves it. it. It's right. exactly. The real revenge is about deserving it. Yeah. Um, and, and, but yes. The, but the best revenge is about getting dope. away with it. If you don't get away with it, like Conor Monte Cristo shit, you know, uh-huh. if you don't get away with it, it wasn't really revenge. You're right. Yeah. So you got to be, you know, I, I you know. Because listen, I would totally, because I, I told my, I was, I was discussing this over the weekend with some old friends of mine, um, <clears throat> but we were talking about how, uh, how, damn, I lost my train of thought. Well, you're talking about revenge and about how you're talking with friends about it, and, um, and if you can't get away with it, then it's not really, it's not really revenge i mean i love the idea of plotting against someone oh yeah oh yeah so uh, so right right so i was yeah. so i was telling my friend because it, it came up where it was like you know the old saying that like a good friend will help you uh a good friend will help you bury a body or, or a good friend to help you move but a great friend to help you bury a body or something like that. <laughs> i don't know that phrase but and i was like, like yeah, it. some shit like that yeah. and i'm like no a good friend to help you move and a great friend to help you move a body right uh-huh. and i'm like no, no, no. See, a great friend will help you plan the murder, mm-hmm. but I'm not helping you move a body. If you like, if you if you if you kill somebody and then call me, that was on you because I'm your smartest friend probably. Yeah, and you called me afterwards, which in which case you already caught. Yeah, you just trying to send us both to jail. You know, right? What I'm yeah, yeah. If you knock on my door with blood on your hands and go, Brown, I lost my shit. I'm like, Yo, Tom, is your phone on? Yeah, then yeah. get the fuck out of my front step. I'm calling yeah. the police right now. Yeah, you're already caught. You yeah, did the yeah. shit stupid. Yeah, I'll help you kill somebody if they deserve it. I'll right. help you plan it anyway. But I'm not. I'm not going to be a part of some a stupid crime. Right. No. Yeah. It's too many. Stupid- Which is like, there's so many stupid. Like oh, yeah. every time you like these stories come out, you're like, well, that was dumb. Like here's how I would have done it, or here's how you should have done it. You yep. Know? Yep. You gotta. You gotta. You gotta take the long. The long con. Yes. Because to me, to me, there's like there's 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 three keys to like ultimate revenge. One is getting away with it. Right. Mm-hmm. Two is them knowing that it was you before they die. Yeah. Right. And three is profiting from it somehow. Yeah. Yeah. All kind of Monte Cristo shit, where it's like it's triumph, getting away with it, and fucking profit, and, and and letting them know that it was you. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, so. I remember uh, had I had a job one time here like twenty years ago, and some shit happened that I was complaining to some of the guys about. And some of the guys that worked as like runners for this company, like running shit around town. Like I was a kind of a production type of like a post person. These guys were, were runners, were all ex-gang members, right? Mm. And so they they had, you know, they used to run the streets and now they were like, you know, a little bit older. Okay. Yeah, and so, you know, you, you befriend them because like, you know, we work together every day and we're having meals and all this stuff and I tell them about like this bullshit. And one day after work, the guy was like, you know, if you, uh, if you got like 600 bucks together, I can get a couple guys to go with like, pipes and shit and fuck this dude up and fuck up his car and i was like i got so excited like, <laughs> i was like yes really? and i was like and then i think what stopped me is that i didn't have six hundred dollars oh wow you know <laughs> hell yeah. yeah hell yeah my guy yeah, yeah my yeah. guy yeah. because 
Yeah, I love that because he. Oh, wait a minute. I, I left off one point. Yeah. It's also I like the ultimate ultimate revenge uh-huh. is because because okay, a lot of people think you know they they don't have a good imagination. They go, I wish I wish he was dead, but death yeah. is death is not the worst thing that can happen to you. No, right. So like the ultimate ultimate revenge is they still alive. The suffering is life is permanent. Yes, yeah. They know they know it was you, but they can't prove they it. They can't prove and it. And they yes. can't do a fucking thing about yes. it. Yes. You know? Yes. So it's like that that's what I want when I I feel it. like the guy on stage at the Janet Jackson show, right? That's how <laughs> right. excited I am. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Cause yeah, the only thing stopping is I ain't have six hundred dollars. Yeah, like, yeah. And also it's like do you, these people don't know me, right? They just gonna go be somebody with pipes for six hundred dollars. Yeah, dude. I mean he was saying that he he wasn't gonna do it. He's like, I still know enough guys that will do it. Yeah, and know? they and that would have never been connected back to you. No way, dude. It would have been like they were like some gang members fucking beat the fuck uh, yeah. out of somebody. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm like, I'm I'm it's it's I'm curious. It's like cause there's people <laughs> I think I can divide the people in my life into two categories. Like if yeah. they, if I got connected to some gruesome kind of revenge thing, there would be some, there, there would be one half of people would be like, oh no, Brian, no way Brian is involved in something like that. And then, and there's a small group of people that would be like, uh, yeah, it was probably him. Yeah. You know, the people yeah, that, that I feel I've like, ta- had these conversations see, with. I, I feel the same. Yeah. I, as you, I feel like a lot of people would be like, no way. Yeah. And then a, like a small group would be like, he did that shit for sure. Yeah. So yeah. we were like, Tom? Yeah, yeah. 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 He did it. Yeah. He did it. Right. <laughs> yeah, man. And I, I, there's some people, I, like I said, though, the, the, the hatred is because I, I used to have like a list of people where I'm like, if I ever get the chance to get this motherfucker back. You had a written list? Yeah. Yeah. I had a written list, and I was like, if I could ever get revenge on this motherfucker, yeah, you know, and you know, and then and then I saw letting people get in my head, and they're like, yo, the best revenge is success. And I'm like, no, the best revenge is revenge. Yeah, I gotta tell you, the best revenge is success thing is like, it's like half true. It's not right. real. It's like because you can do both. You can get you yeah. can get successful and get revenge. Exactly. Yeah. It's like it's cool. To get ha- to have some success and like somebody knows it or whatever, and you're like, okay, I'm you know, I I did something well, right? right. But I want to see you suffer, you right? Know what I mean, that's the whole point. Yeah, that's the point. It's like I want I want you to pay a price, you know? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And I'm and 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 I'm gonna tell you what my 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 button is like because I'm I'm sitting here talking all this peace, love, distance shit. Yeah. But my my the hardest thing for me to choke down is somebody fucking with me. Because they think that I can't do anything about it. Yeah, like like that, like a bully. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like somebody where it's like they think that they're holding something over me. Like like a job. Like if I if I've, I've had a bosses like step over the line because they think I need this job. You know, and it's like, and then I slap the shit out of them, and they think you know because it's like, hey, yeah, bro, like, I don't need this job that much. I'll nah. slap the shit out. Of, I mean, yeah. younger me was like yes. that. Like, bro, I will slap the shit out of you. Yeah, yeah. I okay. I'm not gonna say that. That's probably. I don't know. The, I don't know the statute of limitations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was thinking about. I've threatened two people. Well, I, I probably shouldn't even. Say that anyway, so <laughs> let's talk about, after yeah, this. Yeah, show. Talk after this right. show. All right. Um, uh, what's your Instagram again? Because I want people to even. W- oh, watch. it's a it's BS comedian. Yeah, and go, it's at BS comedian. At BS comedian, right? Okay. And um, I'm going to be Twitch streaming soon. It's going to be that. Okay. Same. At BS comedian. Um, 
And then, uh, yeah, you wouldn't, you posted a bit that was so fucking funny. So uh, people should go watch it. See Brian live. He's absolutely hilarious. And um, yeah, dude, this was super fun. Thank you for coming by. Man. Hell yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. See you guys next time. Bert and Tom, Tom and Bert. One goes topless while the other wears a shirt. Tom tells stories and Bert's the machine. There's not a chance in hell that they'll keep it clean. Here's what we call Two Bears, One Cave. No scripts, a bit of booze, amateur fartology. Dirty jokes, raunchy humor, no apologies. Here's what we call Two Bears, One Cave.